0: This is the Yoga 360 Podcast, bringing you knowledge, inspiration, and resources to help you better connect with our community and live your best life. Featuring real stories from real people having fun conversations from the heart. If you enjoy the benefits of yoga, value your health and well-being, and enjoy connecting with others, you are in the right place. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Yoga 360 Podcast. I'm Steve Cotton. I'm Karine. Tonight, Karen and I will once again be talking about a specific posture, this time dragonfly.
1: Yeah, dragonfly or straddle in the yin tradition. We're going to have a little short episode in that, a little bit of a, a bare bones dive.
0: Yeah, once again in the yin tradition. So Karen, what exactly is dragonfly? Dragonfly.
1: So dragonfly, you will find your, a nice tall seat, maybe even sitting on top of a prop, bring your legs out at a comfortable angle from each other so your legs are spread, and then you fold forward any amount in between your legs.
0: What is it similar to?
1: So, in a more yang practice. I know you
0: mentioned straddle, (laughs) sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, straddle and and dragonfly are sort of interchangeable in the yin practice. You will hear those words in other traditions, but usually you'll just hear it called a wide legged forward, seated forward fold. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Sanskrit name, which I'm about to butcher, is Upavastakonasana.
0: Hey, still did a good job of. According to me, anyway.
1: I mean, that's better than nothing,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, But the difference there is really in in that posture, generally, first of all, you're not going to round your spine. You want to keep a flat spine because it's a lot about lengthening through the back. Uh, And then also, you're going to want to keep your toes pointing up towards the ceiling and back towards your body. So your toes are engaged. Because in a wide-legged, seated forward fold, you're focusing a lot on stretching and lengthening the backs of your legs, your hamstrings in particular, as well as your spine, your back. So in Dragonfly and Straddle, you're focusing more on your hips, your groin, and the backs of your thighs, but not really the hamstrings. <laughs> and we we say hamstrings in class. Like when, when we talk about it, we say, yeah, this is a great pose for the hamstrings, but Yin practice doesn't really target hamstrings,
0: but that's interesting. Yeah,
1: it it doesn't, but it targets everything around the hamstrings, which is the important part. So your hamstrings are um, refer to your tendons or a group of three muscles that run along the Mm -hmm. backs of your legs. But yin, of course, doesn't target muscles, which Mm -hmm. you learn more. What more active practice
0: and more active poses target hamstrings
1: exactly so the second that you pull your toes back you're engaging that muscle and that tendon right so you're gonna find length there and you're strengthening them but in the yin practice you're relaxing everything you're not engaging your feet you're not pulling yourself down towards so it's more rather than targeting the muscles the tendons etc you're getting into your fascia that supports it so a lot of times um often when people have tension through the backs of their legs they say oh my hamstrings are really tight but it could just be the fascia that supports it Mm -hmm. uh, that is surrounding where those connect to the bone where those connect to each other it's the fascia that surrounds it that really tightens and and constricts Uh, so keep that in mind that often and especially the in practice when we talk about a posture being good for something like your hamstrings we don't necessarily mean the hamstrings but we mean everything around it which is often even (laughs) more important so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i i always seem to uh figure that this one's really targeting my growing area as well
1: yeah this one depending on the body uh like i almost never feel this in my groin personally uh but yeah some people do get a really good groin stretch um as well as the outsides of the thighs i notice that if in the hips even mm-hmm. I, noticed, I can feel it there too yeah, sometimes, yeah yeah if my hips are quite tight i'll feel it a lot in my hips um that that's pretty normal as well
0: mm-hmm. Um, So any um, contraindications or reasons why anybody shouldn't be doing this posture?
1: Yeah, so as with sort of any forward fold, if you have sciatica or any sort of low back injury or trauma, uh, I would say not necessarily don't do this posture, but uh, do it with a few modifications. Uh, So your first modification would be to sit up on a prop uh, to help tilt your pelvis forward, which will really help. Uh, help you fold forward with a little more comfort you can also just keep your spine flat when you're coming forward rather than rounding you can also practice this against the wall so you would be lying down against the wall your bum is pressing against the wall sorry you're lying down on the ground your bum is pressing against the wall and your legs are out uh, wide resting against the wall so that's a good way to get this similar stretch similar stress to the joints without aggravating your injury the other reason this posture may be not appropriate for your body is if you have some sort of knee trauma um so this one affects my rugby knees do you notice this in your knees too
0: i don't really notice anything happening in my knees in this posture myself. yeah uh,
1: i definitely do and i i see it a lot like in people who are dancers you'll probably feel this in your knees um, have had a few hockey players that this is really intense on mm-hmm. their knees. Um, yeah anything
0: I I would think where there's a lot of impact to, uh, the, to the knees yeah. are probably going to feel something going on with this type, type right. of posture. Right so.
1: and, and that's okay. Pain is bad but sensation and stress in the area in this instance is not necessarily a bad thing for you if you do have knee trauma I would suggest you cushion under the knees as much as you need to. Um, so I like a rolled up towel right underneath the knee or again, my magic bag. I use it a lot Mm -hmm. in my practice lately. Um, If all you have are blocks and they're not the softest blocks, you could even put those either underneath your lower thigh or upper calf. Uh, Experiment a little bit, see how that works for you. The other thing you can do is try to engage your quadriceps. And what that will do is sort of just reset how the joint is sitting and sometimes give you a little bit more comfort in the posture. Mm,
0: yeah. 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 Like a good reset like you said there yeah so.
1: exactly so of course in the in practice you you want to release you don't want tension and engagement in the muscles but for a breath or two to help you stay comfortable absolutely it's a good choice
0: mm-hmm. so as a teacher do you notice anything wrong being done with this posture
1: yeah i'd say the first thing that i notice wrong in this posture especially for some reason is in the forward fold itself so often what we'll see is the spine is almost completely upright so your hips are on the ground and your spine is upright right about to the where you're your shoulder blades are and then you hunch forward yeah that's
0: so, even hard to do because i uh, I, I, I just tried to do it sitting <laughs> and you can do it yeah <laughs> right? it's just like <laughs> oh yeah so
1: it, it happens a lot in this posture, I think, because what happens is your hip adductors in this posture will tug on your sitting bones. So really automatically what happens is your hips tilt backwards and your pelvis tilts backwards. Okay. And so if you imagine a bowl of water in between your hips, mm-hmm. the water starts pouring backwards because your hip adductors are tugging on your sitting bones. And that happens really quickly in a lot of bodies in this posture. So for you, the very first thing to do is to try sitting on top of a prop because that will almost have you tipping forward. Yeah. Um, you know, you're going to have your water pouring forward from the bowl. <laughs> I notice that for
0: sure if I'm sitting on a block that, uh, exactly. that I want to pitch forward, especially the angle that the that the legs are out right right because i'm not sitting squarely on the block anymore right right i do want to pitch forward exactly
1: so even if you are shall we say fairly well endowed in your in your backside which i'm allowed to say because i am um i should be able to see a fair portion of block so really tilt yourself forward that is the first step for you the second step is to be careful about how you're folding forward. So I like to say lead with your belly button. Keep your chin and your chest lifted and try to get your belly button down to the ground as close as you can and then just relax the rest of your body down towards either the ground or a pillow, block, bolster, whatever you have. Hand. Yeah,
0: even as a student, I see a lot of different postures yeah. in, in, this, in this pose and a lot of it comes from, you know, different body shapes and... and um, Activities outside of yoga which allow yeah. them to get to wherever they're getting, right? So. Right.
1: Some people will be, um, you know, your forearms on the ground in front of you. Some people will be sitting straight up, and that's okay. This posture in particular, depending on the teacher's intention in class, is less about the spine and more about the hips, the groin, etc. So, if maybe key in and, and listen to what the teacher's saying, if they're not mentioning the spine at all, don't worry about roaming forward too much. Worry about what's happening in your legs and focus on those sensations. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one is so wonderful for the things I talked about that are traumatic. So when you have that stress in the knees, we're working with the antifragility um principles. So because we're stressing the ligaments that support the knee joint in a controlled safe space once you're off your mat doing all the other things you love to do they're going to say hey we've been stressed like this before we know how to act and it's going to be easier for them to engage and support you and keep you protected okay yeah so even though it's a little scary to feel that sensation when you have a knee injury you can stick with it as long as there's no sharp shooting pains stick with it and it's going to be good for you in the long run
0: okay what types of uh, variations could be done with this posture
1: So this one, um, often you'll see people doing half dragonflies. so either with both legs out wide, or perhaps with one leg out wide and one leg folded in, so the sole of your foot is on the inside of your other thigh. Um, And then you can either fold forward or fold towards the straightened leg. So that's one variation. Again, we'll do a little TikTok video to go with this, so you'll see me do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I also really love doing a side opener in this posture. So, uh, for instance, if your legs are spread and you have a nice tall seat, I would tell you to face your torso towards your left thigh, and then bring your right forearm down to your right thigh your shin, maybe the ground or a block, and then open your chest up. Really stack your left shoulder on top of your right. From there, you can either stretch your left hand down towards your right foot uh, or cradle the back of your head with your hand. Some really flexy people here might be able to uh, reach their right foot with their left hand and even reach their right hand over to grab their left thigh. And that's a nice little opening, but only do that if you're not rounding forward the first thing we see most people do if they're reaching their left hand towards their right foot is just collapse forward Mm -hmm. um so you're losing the integrity of the posture there really when you're doing that variation you want to feel this in your rib cage yeah that's a difficult
0: one for myself Mm. just to be specific because of the um shoulders the shoulders and the reduction in the range of motion that i have in in that area of the body so there's a lot going on, but I, I do like it.
1: Yeah. Have it's you found anything that makes it easier for you to hang out there?
0: Uh, not yet. Not yet.
1: <laughs> we can work on that. It's a, first... it,
0: it's a work in progress.
1: Yeah. The first thing I might say to you is to try with a block and have your elbow on a block sort of on the outside of your right thigh. Okay. Um, and then you can even cradle, like rest your right ear on your right hand, mm-hmm. uh, and then your elbows on the block, and then you'd be able to open your chest up a lot. Um, so you'll start to sort of show your body that shape. Um, without having to stretch too much. Cool. Yeah, that would be my first suggestion, so give that a try. <laughs> I will take that in advisement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's some other variations too. You can always do a little bit of a twist, you know, with your legs out wide. Sit up really straight and twist towards first your left leg and then your right leg. Uh, and any time you're going to do a twist, you're going to help hydrate the spine, and that may make it easier for you to bend forward. Um, so it's a nice way to start off the posture. And a nice way to... Uh, break it up in the middle of it because rounding forward for a long amount of time is sometimes tough for people this posture as far as your hips and legs are concerned in most bodies is pretty safe and good to hold for even as long as 10 minutes or more
0: oh Uh, that's a long time
1: yeah i usually teach this more into the four minute range five minute range including some variations so it can be nice to toss a twist in there uh, Mm -hmm. because your legs even if it's passive, because you're doing some other things, you're you know you're twisting, you're still getting that stress to the area. Uh, another thing I'd like to mention in this posture: often what you'll see is your feet will flop inwards or outwards. Or often when I'm practicing this, my feet go in two different directions, and that's okay. It's just a reflection of your body's anatomy and the the way your skeletal system is uh if you do ever want to experiment with it though it can be really interesting to prop some blocks on the inside or outside of your foot to keep them upright while still not engaging your muscles Mm -hmm. right so give that a try that's a nice variation if uh if that's true for your body
0: um, so is there a good way to come out of this posture?
1: Yeah, really carefully. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, pretty self-explanatory. Right? though. <laughs> so first, um, you know, come out really slowly in this one in particular. When you're coming back up, really support yourself uh, until you're situated fully upright. And then especially if you've held this posture for a longer period of time, don't just lift your legs up by themselves. Use your hands underneath your thighs to lift your legs up and give even that a little bit of support.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Good assisted lift. Exactly. To bring them back, right?
1: Yeah, you don't need to rent a forklift or anything, but like just a little bit of energy <laughs> is really helpful. Um, some counter postures that are really nice are just windshield wipers. So your feet flat on the ground, knees bent, mm. relax your knees to the right or to the left. Some people prefer to have their legs long and straight and just walk their feet back and forth. Um, that's what I like to do. That's what you like to yep. do. In theory, and when we talked about it in training, uh, we're told that most bodies won't want to keep their legs straight after having them straight for so long at an angle. But if that works for you, as far as I'm concerned... Maybe I'm just an oddity. You are an oddity, Steven. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're all beautiful oddities. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Tabletop can be really nice here. Or I also like Shavasana after... What's what's tabletop again? Tabletop is just uh, your hands underneath your shoulders your feet underneath your knees and then you lift your hips up to the sky so oh, you're okay. making a yeah. table with your body okay yeah um, and that can be really nice as well because you're engaging in that instance you're engaging a lot of the muscles that you just let relax the whole time and that can feel really tender and a little stressful on the body so engaging those muscles and sort of setting everything back into place can feel really nice
0: Okay, so that's going to be it for uh, for this short little episode.
1: Yeah, that's Dragonfly in a nutshell. We're going to go ahead and make a video to go with it, show you a couple variations. But as always, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, and keep an eye out for um, questions that I include on the Spotify posting of uh, this podcast. So uh, please, uh, please engage with us on there as well. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Yeah, engage away and have a wonderful rest of your day.
0: Yeah, have a good night. We are incredibly grateful to have you join us to the end of this episode. If you want to share your experience and deepen your connection with our community, we would love to have you join us as a guest. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. See you on the mat.